Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, and we're live for the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough. Welcome once again. We've got some great topics here for you today. We've got Mario Movie Reaction. A couple of the guys have seen the Mario Movie, so we're going to be reacting into that we're also going to talk about the Fortnite crossover with attack on titan which is really exciting the call of duty warzone 2 season 3 update is about to drop today how exciting as well um nintendo wants to subpoena discord what's that all about uh we'll also be talking about potentially not potentially there is going to be a new zelda tears of the kingdom trailer tomorrow the final trailer we'll be talking about our thoughts on that as well um all in this week's show roll that intro will <laughs> Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. I'm playing for pride now. And my prize gone. We're very passionate people here. Oh, well. We're ready to come for the W, yeah? You, these girls will smoke you, man. Yeah. And joining me on the show today, I'm delighted to have couple of my esteemed colleagues with me uh first of all i'm delighted to be joined by matt aldous uh matt how you doing you okay nice to see you i think i've frozen <laughs> um, Good stuff. yeah your mouth is not moving but yeah say my mouth anyway. is not moving <laughs> you look very moody to be oh, on the podcast. i was concentrating on something else hold on i'm gonna have to go away and come back i'm so sorry for, that's fine sorry nice this. to see you matt nice to see you um <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, uh, Lewis Barton, thank you so much for joining us, Lewis. How are you doing, mate? You okay? Very good, thank you. Yeah, uh, as always, I'm very happy to be on this. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And we've got a very special guest again, Scott, uh, our esteemed colleague, is here to talk about Mario Fortnite and a couple of other bits. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. I know your your fingers are on fire from uh, typing up some of the patch notes for Warzone Two Season Three. So thank you so much for for coming on to talk about Mario. How are you doing today, Scott? Yeah, good. They need to stop um, releasing these things when it's inconvenient for me because, you know, it's all about me. There's Matt looking very handsome and smoldery again with his, like, look. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm happy to talk about the Mario movie because uh, everyone around me is getting tired of me talking about it. So it'll be good to deal with that, uh, have another few people deal with that. So. That's absolutely fine with us. We're happy to hear your thoughts. Absolutely, Scott. Um, and yeah, it would be really nice if major publishers stopped releasing news when the walkthrough's on. It's just really inconvenient for all of us, really. So any major publishers that are listening, um, just wait an hour or so yeah. until we finish and then we'll we'll get on it, guys. So thank you very much. Um, Matt has, uh, has done his disappearing act again, so I'm sure we'll have him back in a, in a bit. But uh, he hasn't seen the Mario movie. The two people that have are Scott and Lewis. So uh, thank you so much for, for being here to talk about that. Um, obviously, it's it's broken box office records. Um, some of the reaction has been quite mixed with the community. Um, I don't, Scott, do you want to go first? Initial thoughts overall? What, what What's your takeaway? 
Yeah, so uh, as a nearly 30-year-old man, I am the like prime demographic for this uh, movie from the makers of The Minions. Um, but really, no, it's, I absolutely loved it. Not, It's a weird one. I can't really be impartial on it because it's such a... As a movie, it's just a kind of standard kids movie, you know, but as like a Mario movie, they got everything so perfect in it. All the small details, all the way people move, all the references, the soundtrack's phenomenal. Um, it's the most biased I've ever been in, with a movie where I just love it so much that I'm willing to see past all of the kind of... I wouldn't say there's any major faults, but there are faults there, you know, but it's just such a love letter to Mario. And it's not like, you know, movies like the new Ghostbusters, I've never seen it, so I could be wrong here, but the trailer seemed to be like, remember Ghostbusters 1 and nothing else this franchise has done? Whereas with the Mario movie, it's everything. Like this movie could have just been like, remember the 80s? Remember Mario Kart 1? But no, it's like Mario 64, they released one of the trailers, so I can talk about this, where it's the theme song to, like, the Super Show cartoon. There's, like, references to, like, the Famicom disk system mascot in there. It's, like, everything. Not, you know, just Mario Kart, not just Mario Brothers. Everything over the, what, 40 years Mario's been about. So it's, like, it just... I'm just catching feelings for it. I'm just so overwhelmed with how much love <laughs> it has for it because it's how I feel. I'm, like... There's the thing I like, but there's the other thing I like. You know, it's hard to not be biased for this one. I'll say. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's it's great to see someone just have kind of those emotions from from a movie, really, that you're so connected to. Um, Lewis, I know you're not, um, you know, an avid gamer generally, but what what were your thoughts as someone who maybe not not as like interconnected to to the Mario franchise? Yeah, I mean, I've played a bit of the Mario franchise, not as much as Scott, um, but I, I went with someone who hasn't really touched it apart from, you know, a bit of Mario Kart on the Wii every now and then. Um, and I think we both really liked it. You know, I, I thought, like Scott said, uh, it, it went over an array of different of games in the, the Mario universe and stuff. And uh, again, like Scott mentioned, the soundtrack I thought was really, really good. Uh, even as someone who's only played a bit of the game, or a few games, uh, you could recognize nearly every single sound you heard from those games. And I think it was just a great little like throwback to each one. And it got you excited for what's going to happen next. Like it wouldn't the game, you know, when it went, say you're in Mario Kart and the track's loading up and that plays that little bit of music beforehand. It was sort of like that. Every single scene it was a new, a new thing to look forward to. So uh, I've really enjoyed it. And it was just a, a really fun movie. I think uh, I was really impressed with Illumination as well because they've had a few films recently which haven't, you know, done well. They've tried things and it's just been very childish in a way. And obviously, that's a, it's an animation film, you know, it's a kid's film, that's their audience. But this is one of those films where, uh, you know, people like me, our age group and demographic can appreciate it as well. Yeah, I've heard some really good things about the soundtrack overall. So much so that people are finding the soundtrack on like music platforms like Spotify and Apple to try and like just listen to the soundtrack as that. Yeah, Scott, Scott's one of those rising sound. Yeah, um, is is that is that one of the standout pieces? Do you think of of the movie? 
because it's such a big thing, isn't it? The soundtrack of a movie it can really kind of help, like make a movie, or if it's poor, it can just make it feel a little less special. Um, what's your thoughts, Scott? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's one of the, even for the people who aren't liking this movie, that is like the thing that is like, this is perfect. Don't touch it in any way. There is some issues where there are a few licensed songs in there. So like, you know, kind of 80s and 90s tunes. Um, there's a really ill-fitting ACDC song in there. So that's a bit weird, but the actual score, I think his name is Brian Tyler. I have the soundtrack here. Yeah, Brian Tyler. He worked with uh, Koji Kondo to kind of make his own unique score. There's like a theme in this movie that's like the theme to the Mario Brothers movie, but it's not got anything to do with the games. But like, there's just scenes like, for example, when they go to the um, go to see the Donkey Kong characters, there's like a little tiny sting of the Jungle Japes theme from Donkey Kong Country. Uh, when he gets the a certain suit, they play a theme from Mario Three alongside of that. So like, it's all woven in so nicely. It's not just like random stings out of nowhere. There's a scene they showed off. Um, I want to say it was at the Game Awards. And even just watching that tiny scene, you pick out stuff from like Bob on Battlefield and Mario 64 and the Mario World theme. They just, it's weird. It doesn't feel cheap, but it's like, you know, every couple of seconds you're like, there's a thing. I recognize that tune. And it's done so well. The one thing I will say is there's a scene in the Donkey Kong bit where a certain aha song plays. Now, I know we're all super fans of AHA and know loads of their songs, but that plays, turns out that replaced a song in the soundtrack that used some of the Donkey Kong music. And since finding that out, I've been so upset because <laughs> the Donkey Kong you hear. soundtrack <laughs> is so good and they cut possibly the best song in the soundtrack. And I don't know if I should talk about it, but it's kind of out the bag now. They've been advertising it. Jack Black has a song in there. Yeah. Um, a bit of a bit of a love ballad um, yeah. that seems to be popping off. I mean, just looking at Spotify right now, all the songs are sitting at about like a hundred thousand plays or like lower, you know. Whereas this song is up at twenty two, sorry, two million six hundred thousand plays. So you know, people are loving uh, the Jack Black song. It's very Jack Black. He killed it in the role. He kind of fit it perfectly. Um, there's maybe one person who wasn't so amazing in the role, but Jack Black, Charlie Day, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask about Jack Black, who's going to be my next question in terms of the casting. Obviously, there's a lot of... There's a lot of... Um, uh, it's not a spoiler, is it? The fact that he does a song, but people thought that maybe it was or it wasn't, so I'm trying to keep as much out of it as possible. Um but I've heard such good things about his, his rendition of this particular song. Um, but just overall in general, obviously we know that about Jack Black anyway. We knew when he was cast that he could bring that sort of thing to the role. But in terms of his overall performance as Bowser, what what did you make of, of that, both, both to Scott and Lewis as well? Uh, so it's telling, that, or not telling, you can tell that Jack Black as a voice actor you know yeah, a lot of the yeah. other cast like 
Charlie Day, I mean, Charlie Day didn't need to do anything. He already sounds like what you'd imagine Luigi sounds like. But <laughs> Jack Black's been a voice actor in like Kung Fu Panda and like Psychonauts and loads of other games and stuff like that. So he brings like a certain oomph to it that is maybe like he's the standout performance. Uh, he's good at like yeah. the comedic moments because it's, you know, as a kid's movie, they're not going to have Bowser be this big monster. But when he has to be scary, he is because Jack Black's just so good at the role. Yeah. Um, no one's bad except for one of the side characters. Even our favorite boy, Chris Pratt, he's fine. He's he's okay. He's kind of bland. I don't know what Lewis thinks about some of the voice acting. Yeah, uh, I think film, uh, but... Jack Black was phenomenal. Yeah, I think it's one of those where you know it's Jack Black. You can hear it's Jack Black, but it still suits it so well, and it doesn't bother you. Because like there's sometimes I feel like where the voice actors and you know, like they're they're too like familiar for that role as this one I think it actually played into into the character of, of, of Bowser better. Um, yeah, the the whole the whole Bowser thing. I guess it's sort of a spoiler because let's be honest. I think going into that film, I wasn't expecting to hear a a Jack Black Bowser like ballad. Uh, and it, it was it was funny to see. So I won't go too much into that to try and keep the. <laughs> keep the surprise of it a bit i guess but um and i thought chris pratt was actually really good i think um i like the route they took of both uh mario and luigi not being italian and it was the new york italian which means they could speak more in an american accent and just sort of do like a brooklyn accent which is probably easier and more bearable for the whole time you're watching it rather than that really like you know um stereotypical italian voice um, and there is there is one scene in the film where uh, they they do put on the Italian voice, and I do feel like that was just like a look. I can do it. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not as bad as you make out to be. Uh, yeah. So I think yeah, uh, the hate beforehand. I sort of understood because in the trailer you can't you didn't know what you were getting. You didn't know is that him trying to do an Italian accent, and it just sounds yeah. nothing like it. As now when you watch the film, you understand it, and you're like, okay, actually he did a good job. Yeah. Uh, just just before we go any further, thank you so much, everyone watching. Uh, if you're on YouTube, Facebook, or TikTok, uh, if you're on TikTok, thank you so much for watching. Come over to YouTube. It's a much better experience. You can see all of us on the screen, and producer Will is expertly moving our cameras around all the time. So get onto YouTube, and you can leave a comment and stuff as well. Uh, we've got some comments in the chat, though. Uh, Adam L says, if Petro Pascal isn't playing Mario babysitting Toad, then no, <laughs> no thanks. Um, Connor and Neil's in the chat. Oh, hi, Connor. Uh, Mario movie is Kino um yeah I don't don't know I don't know what that am I missing something I don't I don't really understand that reference but um yeah uh rocking games kids also watching uh hi mate uh it says Charlie Dares Luigi was perfect um which is yeah really interesting uh, the thing I want to talk about is Chris Pratt because in the trailer, I remember me and Matt had a conversation, extensive conversation on the phone when that trailer was first announced. And I was like, that can't be his voice. That can't be his voice. That's just Chris Pratt. And I was kind of getting a bit worked up around like, he's not trying to be Mario and Mario's an Italian plumber. So I was getting a little bit worked up, but but does that matter, Scott? I think Lewis was talking about the fact that the fact that he's not putting on the Italian accent is kind of better. How do you feel about Chris Pratt's voice in this uh, in this movie? I think he's done by better actors as well. See, I mean, 
the only the only voice that stood out to me, I kind of alluded to it, is Cranky Kong's voice, where it was Fred Armisen who played him, and he just sounded dead young, which for an old man mm. isn't right. Chris Pratt, he's fake. He's just like a kind of it's like a normal Brooklyn accent. It's no, it's Mario, you know. It's no frills. It's just kind of the guy, you know. Um, I will say a lot better than he was in the trailers. I know that first trailer where he, it's like him and he meets Toad. Yeah. There's like a line at the end of that was like Mushroom Kingdom, here we come, or something like that, and it sounded atrocious. Yes. So that one, that line's not in the movie, thankfully, but. Um, it's, it's nothing it's nowhere near as bad as that as as um, like the movie it works i wouldn't call him the highlight you know i still don't no. really you know love him but um you know like like rocking games i said charlie day is perfect as luigi because when you hear you know charlie day's playing luigi you can picture that right away yeah same way um with jack black and bowser you can like picture it um I will say Chris Pratt put more into his performance than Seth Rogen did. Um, <laughs> and I believe Seth Rogen yeah. literally said in an interview, if you hire me for a movie, I'm not going to do a voice. So if you want me as Donkey Kong, you want me as Donkey Kong. Which, like, I respect that, you know, good on him. He knows what he wants to do. But, it, you know, that is literally Seth Rogen. Oh, and yeah. I liked him, but, you know... He did not put the effort in his Donkey Kong. Yeah, that was um. <laughs> yeah, Seth Rogen was just Seth Rogen. Uh, you heard the Seth Rogen laugh multiple times as well, um, as well. And again, that sort of caught me up. But I thought they might want to hold back on that a bit. But I guess that that plays into the whole: if you have Seth Rogen in a film, you're going to get the Seth Rogen laugh. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just curious was whether because. Scott, you mentioned the trailer, and that's what I was referring to when I talked about. Uh, hi, Matt. Matt's back. Um, <laughs> I was keeping tabs on Matt and disappearing. I am hi, back. Matt. How's it going, mate? <laughs> um, but me and Matt had an extensive chat, and I, I was—I started to repeat myself, but I was saying that cannot be his voice because it was so like over the top, trying too hard. Do you think they re-record the fact that line wasn't in the movie is very telling? I didn't know that. Do you think that they had to go back after that trailer? and re-record some lines and do it slightly differently? Do you do, do you have a feeling that they might have done that? Maybe, because the yeah. accent in the trailer is actually different to how it was in the film. Yeah. Um, it was a lot more, like, high-pitched, I guess, in the trailer, and it mm. sounded like an American trying to do an Italian accent poorly. Or, like, he was caught in between, am I going to do a, a New York, like, a Brooklyn accent, or am I doing an Italian one? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, it makes sense that they did, because it got such backlash. You yeah. know, I feel like anyone who, any, you know, production company, if they saw that backlash, they'd say, oh, okay, well, maybe we should change a few lines and not draw on. Because uh, I can't remember a scene in the film where I was thinking, oh, that doesn't sound very good. Um, and like I said, if it was that typical Mario voice, I think, for the whole hour and a half of the film two hours of the film i think it would have got a bit irritating so i'm <laughs> yeah, glad they went yeah. down the route of the the brooklyn yeah. accent i think he, he did say didn't he um he did say that his first he, his first voice that he did was tony soprano and then they asked him to change it afterwards which makes a lot of sense um in terms yeah. of how you would kind of go into that but um yeah it's just it's just interesting to me watching that trailer if it was going to be any different um but yeah i mean Another thing I've heard about is the storyline and the fact that it's a little bit 
the story's a little bit fluffy, to put it kindly, a little bit um Yeah. What's the word? A bit empty. Uh, is that something that you you both a bit agree with? A bit Mario. Well, yeah. Is is that Mario? Is that is that what is that what Mario yeah. is all about? I it's... think um, I think I think it's a, some. Now they've done this film, they can turn it into multiple films and multiple different like storylines. I feel. Is this the uh, origin? Is this the origin story? Yeah, it what, was. Is this it, what it yeah. is? Yeah. No, it, it genuinely was. Like it was. How did they end up? meeting these people how did mario and mm. luigi these plumbers end up you know being involved with bowser and donkey kong and stuff yeah. and it was like an origin story in a way um and to me now i'm looking back on it and i'm thinking you know if they were to make two three four films out of this again spin-offs they could easily do so many spin-offs because there's so many characters to go down uh to cover yeah. um if you watch like four in a row in the future then you would watch the first one as like the character building episode. Who's this? Who's that? Why are they the way they are? Um, and I feel like now you might think, oh, it's a bit of an empty storyline. And it, it is a bit. But then if you're down the line, you'll understand why they're maybe, maybe trying to do that. If they're trying to bring in a new audience. Yeah. Scott, do you agree with that? Do you think it's a it's a bit of an origin story as uh, as films go? Yeah, I mean, it's not. I alluded to it earlier, there's some elements of the Super Show in there. I don't know if anyone watched that, but, you know, the kind of, how did these two people from Brooklyn get to the Mushroom Kingdom? You know, that is your first act of the movie, you know, like, mm. kind of acclimatizing themselves to their new location. Um, I mean, there's rumors that a Donkey Kong movie starring Seth Rogen's already in production, and there are seeds there. Like, they've created this kind of it feels like a proper world, you know, like they've made this kind of big vibrant world that you can easily build off of because there's like the Kong Island and the Darklands where Bowser hangs out in the Mushroom Kingdom. So they have things there that could potentially set up these like new movies and projects that could even not even outside of Mario, like I said, Donkey Kong's rumored to be already in production and they've got like Donkey Kong characters in there already, you know, so mm. it works as a introduction to this world i mean i don't think many people need to be introduced to like mario you know he's obviously like super popular but yeah it's not like uh killing uncle ben off in spider-man for the third time it's not like you know yeah batman's parents died for the 19th time as you know it knows you know what mario is but it's just like uh here's a quick explanation here's Mario becoming part of this world and then here's your big climax, you know? It's not mm. not going to win any writing Oscars uh, except maybe for music, but, mm. um, you know, and also it's a kid's movie, you know? <laughs> it's a kid's movie by Illumination. I know kid's movies are getting better with yeah. stuff like Puss in Boots and all that, but we're talking about the Minion guys, you know, and we're talking about a game series that didn't really have much of a story to begin with. Yeah. So I think for what they've done, you know, they've done, they've got the important stuff that looks gorgeous, really good, and it's fun, you know. It may not be yeah. deep or, like, thoughtful, but, you know, it's just a fun time to sit for 90 minutes and look at. Yeah, I did see some would... reviews, actually. Oh, sorry. I, was, I, was, no, I did see some reviews, and it actually calling it lazy at times as well, where they did just say, like, um a lot of people do mix up like 
familiarizing something to fun like seeing something you know from a game oh my god like you recognize it and then they sort of mistook that for oh i'm having a good time this is actually a really fun movie uh, and I sort of understand that in a way, but at the same time, if you're making a Super Mario Bros. film, you're going to put everything you can in from the games because that's the whole point. And it's yeah. always this like discussion we've had where, um, you know, game games which are turned to TV shows or films, uh, are they too similar to the games? Are they not similar enough? And you're always going to have that argument of people arguing either side. Um, so I, personally, I think it was a fun film. But I can understand why people would maybe not be too enjoying, didn't enjoy it too much if they're looking at it from more of like a, an actual, like I'm going to judge this perspective. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Oh. Producer will, sorry Scott, um, producer will just sent a message. Um, it's got 57% tomato meter um, on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm guessing um, in terms of like critical reviews, but then 96% audience score, which is a really interesting split, which you kind of would expect from a film like this. Um, uh, Matt, obviously, you, 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 we, I think this is the longest we've been on a video call together with you not saying anything. So I, I know, it's just really, been listening. I feel really, really weirded out. But just from what Lewis and Scott have said, does this make you want to see the film more? Or like, how, how do you feel about it now, now you've had these guys explain it? Honestly, first off, honestly, just enjoying the rest. Uh, that's that's really, <laughs> really. But it's interesting to hear, like, because I, I I've not seen it. I, to be honest, I've not really had a big desire to 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 watch it either. Um, like my son's not quite at the age where I could sit down and watch a full film with him. So maybe you know, maybe I would watch it if if I'm gonna watch it. It's still probably just going to be for work purposes so that i sort of clued in um but um but in, yeah i mean it it sounds like pretty much what i'd expect from that film like it sounds like what what um lewis and scott are saying is pretty much what you'd expect you, you're not like you can't go around expecting the world from a, an animated film about you know a game that was very popular but like um like scott mentioned didn't have much of a story to begin with so you, to be able to create that story and try and do like a make like a, a an animated film that it's it's not it's not going to be uh into the spider-verse or like something like that where it was like there was some sort of critical acclaim to that and it, it, it's just not that it's not yeah. in that in that in that realm of of possibility not that not that like it sh should or shouldn't be it's just that's not what that product is as a as a movie yeah it's restricted so, to their world isn't it yeah, yeah. and and you're not going to make any like new sort of um you're not going to go like and recreate the the look of the characters and and it's not you know it's not a marvel film where you're going to update the costumes and stuff it's they're very mm -hmm. iconic it's it's all has to be like the same recognizable and um and i i i wouldn't really expect much from it anyway so i don't think i would be disappointed by it i think the the interesting thing about seth rogan is he was in the live action lion king right yeah. Um, which he's got to watch out how many voiceover parts he does if he's just going to play himself. <laughs> because <laughs> if his voice becomes synonymous with 
with his character in in Mario or or Pumba in The Lion King, then like it, it he's there's there's no there's no room for like anything else for for him in terms of voiceover acting. So it almost feels like if if his stance was I'm just going to do my own voice, which is fine, but it's all that to me just feels like he just did it for a paycheck um mm. which isn't in the best interest of the film um and i think you could have got a million other people maybe not a million i don't know how many voiceover actors there there <laughs> are but 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 you could got you could have got you could have found some really good voice actors that really could have brought something very unique to mm. to that character so uh, but again, I haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't really pass that comment too harshly. But that would be my and Charlie Day. He already sounds like a cartoon, so yeah. So it's not. It's not. It's you know that's not a hard cast. Um, yeah. I think Chris Pratt is a is a, a an, another odd choice just because of the fact that I do think that in terms of in terms of um, I mean he's done good work with like the lego movies and stuff but but uh, other than that like i think that there probably would be, would have been better casting um to to sort of uh to sort of like rival with jack black and mm. and um and charlie day and and whoever else was in it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, um, there's a couple more comments. Uh, Connor, uh, hi again, mate. He says, that, uh, the Guardian gave it one out of five, lol. Must have been a Sonic <laughs> fan. Um, I have, I, can I that, just, yeah. I do have a rule with the Guardian and I don't, I'm not, it's, it's nothing like, I'm not, I'm not saying it to be like, I'm not, it's not backhanded or anything, but just I have a general we work for rule. A competitive, competitive. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. this is, this, I've lived with this rule all my life with the Guardian. Whenever they review something, if they score it low, I'll probably enjoy it. If they score it high, I probably won't <laughs> like it. Like that's that's my general rule with the Guardian, and I find it's true ninety percent of the time. It's, so, it's just interesting, isn't it? It's just really interesting how different different people review it. Um, they uh, the Guardian says um, familiarity replaces fun with this uh, from the for the mustachioed Italian plumber in this joyless adaptation from the Nintendo franchise. Ouch. Um, so yeah, they weren't a fan. Uh, Adam's also in the chat as well. Come on, Matt, go watch it. I want to hear the critique about how the circumference of the tunnels are too small to Mario <laughs> through while turning on a corner or something. Absolutely, we need we need a Matt okay. TikTok on the Mario movie. Absolutely. I, I will. All right. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. I, I will. I'll find. I'll I'll find the plot holes. Don't please, worry. <laughs> please. Yeah. Um. Someone called Scott McRae is also in the chat. Hi, Scott. Thanks for coming in. Um says put put goku in the mario movie interesting no, that's that's a great idea whoever great said idea, that <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely um i feel got... i feel like i've heard that comment before yeah yeah i feel like that comment has been go the word goku has been in every every youtube chat that we've done uh, i mean I, i'm happy about that but you know uh is also in the chat uh, sorry, Skyrift's also in the chat. When's the Fortnite movie coming out? That's Skyrift. Uh, and Adam L with a very interesting take. How funny would it be with Joey Diaz as Mario? Um, <laughs> I mean, would it be funny? I'm not sure. It would. 
probably very strange. Uh, I don't know, funny. It depends depends what your sense of humor hey, is like, I suppose. Adam, I want to see um, Joe Pasquale do it. Joe Pasquale, well. That's <laughs> I don't. I, don't I, I actually you know, don't. Uh, It'd be Scott, an interesting sorry, toad, I feel like. Scott, I'm sorry, I'll cut <laughs> you off when I was talking about Joey Diaz. Carry on. I'm sorry, I was just going to say the Guardian gave uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 a 3 out of 5. So, right, you know, okay. And Sonic the Hedgehog 1 a 2 out of 5. So when it gets to like Mario 4, that's going to be the sweet spot. They're going to give it 5 up. stars. 4 out of 5. Um, <laughs> cried 10 times. At, that was, they just got to make 5 song. Mario movies and, and then they'll get yeah. a 5 star review. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I'm just hoping they don't find a way to, you know, combine the worlds of Mario and Minions. Oh, that, that, it'd be perfect, you know. wouldn't it? I, to to their credit, I was ex- I was fully expecting like the Koopas or the Goombas or someone to be like the minion equivalent of this movie, you know, just like the yeah. funny wee guys to do stupid slapstick stuff. But they kind of relented from that. I mean, there's the bit in the trailer where a Koopa gets taken out by a, uh, a snowball, but that's about it, you know. Like, there's no funny little merchandise character uh, in the Mario movie, so you know, aside from you know. Mario and Luigi yeah. and Toad and the rest of them, but you know they they did kind of hold back on some of that typical illumination flair. There is a minion at the start of the movie for the logo though, which so yeah, uh, Big Cow Games. Uh, hi, thanks for so, thanks so much for coming into the YouTube video. He says Mario Kart and Luigi's Mansion movies will be amazing. Well, I think that's the point we're making, isn't it? This is the origin movie that sets up potentially other movies like Mario Kart, which I've seen a little bit in the trailer. There is a little bit of that in there. Luigi's Mansion, you talk about the you know, Donkey Kong and Bowser, how we could like go into that a little bit more as well. They could literally go anywhere with this. So, yeah, um, excited to see where they take it. But thanks so much, Scott. I really appreciate you joining us. I know you've seen it three times, I think you said. So uh, you're the right person to come on. No, not see. yet. Twice. Oh, well, twice. Maybe. Sorry. <laughs> I still haven't seen John Wick 2 either, so uh, John Wick 4 either, you know, so I, I definitely have a problem. I was going to say, if you haven't seen <laughs> John Wick 2, you're way behind, mate. Yeah. At least <laughs> at least now I could expense my movie tickets as tax write-offs because I've been on here, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Scott, for joining us. I know you've got, um, you've got stuff to, to do um, with Warzone and stuff coming out, So, but thank you so much for joining us as well. Really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, Scott. Cool. See you. Cheers. Uh, yeah, and that brings us on to our next topic. Um, brilliant segue, which is that uh, Call of Duty Warzone 2 Season 3 update is coming. It is expected to arrive at around 5 o'clock to download, and then it will launch at 6, so not long to go yet, just a couple of hours. We've got so many changes coming uh, for the new Season 3 update. You've got a new Gulag. You've got a new mode called Massive Resurgence, which is set in Almazra for 150 players. Um, you've got the Intervention Sniper returning, uh, which is co- called the FGX Imperium. It's like a reimagining of the classic Intervention from Modern Warfare 2. Um, uh, plus, the, they're making snipers one shot with a certain amount of ammunition, which is something I'm really excited about personally. There's going to be some movement changes in terms of how you mantle, balance changes with the weapons. There's loads of DMZ changes as well. Um, Matt, I know you did a TikTok uh, a little bit earlier on about Warzone 2 and about how you know they're hemorrhaging players. Um, because just kind of everyone's like angry about the game. Everyone's got something they hate about the game. Um, I feel like I say this in every single content update, but like, how much is riding on this? Because it feels like 
it feels like if the longer they the longer they take to to get that to get it right to get this content update right the worse it'll be but it does feel like they've kind of listened mm. to the community with this sniper that the, people didn't like the gulag they've changed the gulag people didn't like the movement they've changed the movement people didn't like you know one of resurgence on Almazra. so listen so they're listening now is it too late do you think well i think that i've been thinking about this for a little while actually and i think um the the first thing is i don't i've the the call of duty community are probably i mean i'm probably going to get in a lot of trouble for saying this but but they're probably one of the most fickle communities out there like we will all moan and complain about the game whatever happens and we will where the the moment there's a new game out we will go and hope and pray that that one is is the one that revives the the franchise and you know we we hoped it with with mw2 we hoped it with warzone 2 um and so i don't i i even if even if this like even if Warzone 2 just continues to to fall into the ground and or, or off the cliff or wherever it actually is, um, I I think that there will be something down the line and we'll all come b- running back to it. Like yeah. th- there's just that it the it is we're a complicated type of fan, like the, a, a Call of Duty fan. It's it's and it's always a love hate relationship. Um, they're never going to get it right all the time, and obviously there's 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 a a lot of moving parts with it now so i i do think that even if warzone 2 were to were to sort of they were to completely backtrack and just be like this this it's just not ever going to work um there'll be something down the line that that will draw us all back in at some point that said i don't necessarily think that it's either a defining moment or uh well a defining moment in any in in any way shape or form really i think there are a huge bunch of people that are fed up of waiting and they they don't care what they do at this point it's already too late if they manage to improve it throughout the year by the end of the year they might be like you know the the curiosity might get the better of them. They might go and play it. They might enjoy it. They might come back to it and it might pick up again. But, but in general, I just don't think, I think there's a huge part of the the fan base that are just like done with it. They don't, they won't, Mm. they won't, they don't want to touch it for a year or they don't want to touch it again because it's just angered them too much. They've had their heart broken by it too many times in a row and they're just done with it at this point. And then there's some people that will not like the update. Um, for the fact that they were enjoying how it was the the remaining 250,000 active daily players that they they had or or whatever the the specific number is um and then you've got like people probably like I, I would call myself who I, I've I've played it a little bit over the last few weeks sort of preparing for for season 3 just just to sort of you know try and get my edge back a little bit because I haven't played it for months um, well, since the day that Warzone 2 came out, pretty much. Um, and it's not been not enjoyable. It, it's it's a really... I've not not enjoyed it, but I've not been like, this game is great, like, and, and it's given me the, the same sort of feeling. 
Um, so I don't know how much really hinges on this update. I think for some people it's already too late. For for yeah. someone like me, if it's really bad, like if it if it's if they're promising all this stuff and then it's another big fa failure, and nothing works and they fix the mantle but their mantle's actually worse and like because we've had history of that before yeah and i i think like that will be a point where it'll sort of be like i'm really gonna have to weigh up whether or not i just want to join the rest of those people that have just like had done with it for, yeah. for the time being so i think it could save some people um and i think it could i think you know if it gets the right probably the right like streamers back on board and yep. some of the people that were were promoting it because i know that a lot of the sort of whatever you call the casual player like they don't like the fact that streamers moan about it and then and then they make changes and th there's like a, a a bit of contention there so it's but i do think if the right streamers come back on board and they're raving about it then their fan bases are more likely to give it a go again and that'll help recoup some of the numbers but i think in general there's not um there's not a lot they can do bar probably in the short term and this is just my opinion I, i'm not saying like i'm not saying this is the right thing to do but in the short term, if they wanted like a short term fix while they were trying to sort some sort stuff out, bringing the maps into Warzone One and the modes into Warzone One, and then turning Warzone Two off and then fixing it like completely, just like just working on it for the rest of the year and then launch it again, like come beginning of twenty twenty four, and that's the that's it's it would be embarrassing but i think it would be it would be the only thing that would bring bigger numbers back yeah because a lot of people are already just like their hearts have been broken too many times yeah um, big cow that... big cow games back in the chat uh says this is the biggest update if they fail it's over so big cow big cow games is is got uh, got a lot riding on this i think i'm in a similar boat to you matt in terms of i don't i don't i enjoy it when i play it but i don't I don't f find myself craving it, like really wanting to play it all the time. Um, but what I will say is that with the one-shot snipers coming back, the return of the intervention, even though it's a different name, it's obviously the same weapon from a classic Modern Warfare 2, that does make me want to play it again. And I yeah, because you were always a big sniper. Like, but, a lot of content, but a lot of content creators used to rely on sniping compilations that was a huge driver mm. for for views because because of how much of a skill that is to snipe someone from long distance and the it's just snipe the getting a sniper kill is a lot more what's the word it's a lot more fancy than a normal kill it feels like you're showing off a little bit i think nick Merckx put it the best when he said getting us getting us like sniping is like slam dunks in the nba yeah like that that's what sniping yeah. is it's like they don't they don't happen happen all the time you don't hit all of your shots but but when you do it's a special moment yes and and for people that snipe taking that away completely was just like such a a bad move like entirely um 
I the think whole, the fact whole that class they... of weapons was unusable. Like, why would you use a sniper if you can't yeah. one shot someone? And I like, think it doesn't make sense. I think the fact that they've brought it back as one shot, one shot down rather than one shot dead, is yeah. far better because. If you're fully plated, if you've only got one plate, you will. Of course, of course. But that I think that go that sort of goes goes without without saying in that yeah. respect. But like, at least if you if you one shot down and you've got a chance to revive because there's distance between you and the sniper. But yeah, if it brings back some quick scoping, I enjoyed watching those those video compilations. I enjoyed um, yeah. I enjoyed like the content that it created. Um, I, I think the biggest thing for me is the fluidity of the movement rather than yes. whether they bring back the snipers um, because it, it when you when you watch some Warzone 2 footage of like a team wipe say and then you go and watch a team wipe from Warzone 1 from Rebirth from from like Verdansk whatever the difference is just night and day. It's so yeah. huge. It, and the, yeah. the Warzone 2 just looks boring. It just looks boring to watch. Even if the movement is good, it's just still so slow and boring. And it's not yeah. to do with like slide cancelling and being able to abuse the movement. It's it's just it's just the the fact that it's there's nothing athletic about it. That was always what drew me to warzone was there was like this athletic feeling to being able to pull off like a uh a move like a move and break someone's camera and yeah nowadays it's just you haven't even got a chance to react because the ttk like big cow game says there um or dave as i know him um oh hi uh, dave i didn't know that was your name but <laughs> um like the the TTK is is it needs addressing, so they could mm. fix everything. But if the TTK is still like you get you get shot and you still haven't really got any time to to react or uh, uh like at all, then again, like it it, it leaves you in a hot, really sticky place with as a player because yeah, you just like there's so much luck involved of just hoping you don't even get shot because you can't there's no yeah. skill to outplay if you start getting shot yeah but but it's 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 a really really hard thing to to quantify because some of us are bad players some of us some of us are okay players some of us are brilliant players and some of us are just out of this world and for each tier of player those problems are vastly different like the ttk yeah. for someone who's phenomenal who is like you know you've got these six kd players and they they're probably able to adjust to it um a lot more easily yeah. than than i can because i'm like a one one and a half kd player well it's show when when me me and jasmine streamed um a couple of weeks ago we streamed the um st patrick's day event and it was her first time playing Warzone, and she, even she was surprised at how quickly she was eliminated. Yeah, Jasmine's used to Fortnite, right? Fortnite, and, that's and then a I really played Fortnite. TTK. Yeah, 
and I, I play Fortnite, and I really enjoyed that because it gives you you, There's it a, gives gun you a chance to stay in the fight. Exactly, yeah. So it, it, it's always going to be a difficult balance. But uh, let me read you some of the patch notes because we've got the patch notes now. So uh, these are these. This is breaking news off the press. Um, you can go to mirror.co.uk forward gaming to get the uh, the full story. Uh, but this is just a summary. So in terms of. Um, there's mantle assist improvements. We've improved the system that would allow players to mantle over or through objects such as windows. So I've talked about that. Um, there's also, uh, they talked about weapons. There's no TTK mentions. But what they do do say, um, Activision, is um, Season 3's changes add more responsiveness to movement and fluidity of combat, including a reduction to the intensity of damage feedback, e.g. camera shake and hood overlays. We've also decreased the magnitude on some of the more punitive attachments. We feel this re- will result in an expansion in attachment viability and will enable a broader spectrum of playstyles to excel, including a change to explosive ammo, which allows bolt-action sniper rifles to down players in one shot. As we head into Season 3 Reloaded, we'll be keeping a close eye on weapons, equipment, killstreaks, and other mechanics to ensure fair, fun, and strategically rich gameplay. Uh, in the context of the below changes, when a minimum... Oh, that's not nothing to do with it. Um, how do you feel about that? That was, There was a lot of um, a lot of clever words in that statement. Um, yeah, it sounds a lot lot of like, we haven't really done anything about the TTK. You're so pessimistic. Uh, I love it. Like, that just, that's what that sounds like to me, really, yeah. is... Yeah. But, but, again, like, those things could be But a, a lot of the impact. weapons have been... If we go through the gameplay changes in terms of weapon rebalancing, a lot of them have been reduced. The, the word reduced appears a lot. The mm. only weapons increased appears is the guns that no one uses. So, for example, like STB 556, headshot damage increase. Like, who cares about that? Um, Everyone's going to be using that now. <laughs> yeah, but that might only put it up to a normal level. And then you've got like the FTAC recon. I don't know. It was, it, was pretty, it was pretty OP to begin with, I think. What, the that STB? Gu- that, that gun, yeah. Oh really? That's the one okay. that looks a bit like the Org, isn't it? The LMG, or is it the no? That, that's rifle? the Rawl you're on about, I think. No, 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 no. It's it looks like the Org. The the STB, I'm sure. The STB, it's like a little like it's got like a little muzzle on it. That sort of gun. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it, the handle is like I can't explain it. <laughs> but then mid da- mid range damage has been reduced, so kind of swinging roundabouts i suppose um adam's in the chat uh i mate since i watched nathan first timing Fortnite, i've started playing it and played a few games daily with the new content i have no interest in trying out wars and that's really interesting mm. um i actually adam to be honest mate i i feel like playing before this new update i've had a few like when I sit down at my PC and play like Elden Ring, which I've been doing recently, because um, I'm just addicted to that game, I have felt like, oh, shall I boot up Fortnite up? Like I have thought about that a few times, and then thought, oh no, I'm on my own. Like I'm, you know, won't be fun or whatever. Way more than I would on, on Warzone. That's really interesting. How, how um, since watching me first time playing it, so I've, I've, you know, thank you for. Uh, for watching, first of all, um, Skyrift is also in the chat as well. Big Fortnite win, yeah. I suppose, I suppose it is getting me to play it. Um, and then Dave is back in the chat. Fortnite is so much more fun. I think that's the thing, isn't it? The f- this is the fun element, um, and that's where if snipers really are one shot, it'll be way more fun for me to play, especially solos as well, because my play style is is very long range so 
it's not mm. fun for me to be involved in those close range fights. But I'm very aware that Lewis hasn't been involved in this conversation. But I think I think there's <laughs> there's a, a very good point that Lewis can come up in and have a have a word in as well because I think that FIFA or should I say EA Sports FC is in the same boat because if you don't like Warzone, okay, that's Fortnite's different to Warzone. It's a third part, a third person shooter. It's way different to Call of Duty. Um, it's not in the same category. So if we just get rid of Fortnite for a minute, if you're a Warzone player and you like that sort of game, what are you playing? There's just nothing else. Mm. And it's the same with the Sports FC or FIFA as it is currently known, where there is no real competitor. You've got EA, you've got eFootball from um, Konami. Yep. You've got UFL, which isn't out yet. You've got Goals, which isn't out yet, which is a lot of uh, a lot of promise over. Mm. But it does feel like f- the FIFA community and the Call of Duty community have got a lot in common because they they want the game to be as the best it can be. That's why they get so angry because they feel like they want the game to be the best they can be. But they've got no alternative. So they have to play it. Is that is That's that sort of how? It, yeah, it is, it's it's exactly what you're saying. Really, I think you know. If you're a Warzone player, I think the reputation is on the line with this update because, you know, say say you go to the same sandwich shop all the time and it's great, and then suddenly it just starts. Getting, they bring out a new sandwich and it's it's always bad. Every time you have to change it and put something new in it, you know, chef does it, does what you said. That's great. He's listening to you. But if still every single time it's bad, you're gonna stop going there, aren't you? Uh, it's, it just feels like if there's one more bad update, they're gonna lose a big chunk of that fan base, and but the problem is there's no competitor. So, uh, yeah, with with that's why it's exciting with FIFA and EA Sports FC because uh, with them and FIFA splitting, it sort of adds an automatic competitor for each. So in the future, there could be a time where you think, oh, FIFA's not really good or EA Sports FC isn't doing very well. I'll try out this game instead. And I think the companies also know, like uh, EA, for example, with uh, FIFA currently, uh, they know there's no competition, so a lot of people who would moan about the game after an update would still then go play it for the next few months until the next one. Yeah, um, and that's the problem, I think, because there is no competition. That no, it yeah, people will continue to moan about the game, but they'll still play it at the end of the day because there's nothing else to play. Yeah, the, and that's a more comment. Sorry, sorry, Matt. I was, I was just going to. I was just going to say that's a, that's kind of a sad like way to to sort of be, isn't it? But it happens with all big games that don't have competitors, yeah. like NBA Two K, mm-hmm. like no no competitor there, and the same thing happens uh, as yeah. as. Uh, and I guess with the FIFA stuff, it's like there's uncertainty because there's this split, but but there's also like an under underlying tone of excitement of what could happen, what is what could be possible, yeah. and that's yeah. always exciting. Uh, until it gets released, and then all your options are terrible. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly, because yeah, right now, yeah, because you know, like Nathan said, there with all these games coming out football-wise, it will be really interesting to see how that splits. Because right now, all you have is FIFA, so everyone plays FIFA. As in, you know, in a few years' time, it could be really evenly split between four games, and it, that, I think that will make each game so much better as well. Because every company will be like, right, we we actually have competition. We've got to make our game good, and I'm excited to see how that goes. But if war zones matter, they they need competition. I feel like players mm. need competition for that game. Not 
so they can find the new game just because I feel like it would might it may it'll make wars and I think okay we need to improve our game properly yeah. this time and they'll, they'll they might Matt said earlier it might be a case of one major update where they just yeah. take it off for a while as embarrassing as that is I feel like all the players would really want that they'd rather I think not play it for I a would while certainly respect they, them yeah. for for doing it yeah yeah, they're going I think, you know we made a terrible if, game we're gonna yeah. try we're gonna try again if my yeah. it's all it's all yeah. good then listening to the fan the feedback and taking it on board but if every time they then do an update and the feedback they've taken on board is done poorly and executed badly um it's it's disappointing and you're letting down your fan base every single time yeah. i think so we'll say yeah it, sorry lewis competition right. no, breeds creativity um and what I will say about that is that eFootball, when that launched, that was a game you had to buy. Yeah. And it was so poorly received that they made it a free-to-play game that was updated on the on a almost monthly basis with not new rosters and everything. And if anything, it's got less popular since mm. they did that. Um, because but that... I think, again, that's a case of sort of what Matt said earlier about taking it away. They've yeah. sort of seen that it didn't do well on launch it was poorly executed and now they're taking it away and going right we'll, we need to put it out when it's ready and make a good game yeah. so when that comes out you know it could be much better but then it's that reputation isn't it because uh, it would launch so badly people are going to go wow I want to play that so you've got to build it up again but like yeah trust, my yeah. favourite game is my favourite game that I play all the time is FIFA say EA Sports FC comes out it's awful really bad I would much prefer them just to take it off, you know, for a few months and then come back with a major update. We've yeah. done all these changes. We've all listened to you and have a good game then. And I felt like the whole community of whatever game you're playing in that in that matter would do so the same. Yeah, we've got a few comments, so I'll uh, I'll read them out. Um, Adam L back again in the chat. Never consider Fortnite as it was always that game that kids play. But when you try it, it feels so damn good to play and a blast roasting your mates when they fail. Yeah, I had a blast, to be honest, on Fortnite. And um, that's a good point about a game that kids play. I do feel like there's um, there's not that crossover between Fortnite and Warzone. There wouldn't be that crossover if Warzone was a good game to play. People wouldn't be playing it because it's, it is a lot different. Um Dave as well says, was a Warzone player, now playing Fortnite and Apex. That's really interesting. He also says, waiting on X Defiant, which is, yeah, I know, an FPS game that's coming out. Uh, Tom Lynch is also in the chat. He says, Apex, that has hooked me after teaching Warzone. Yeah, Apex is an interesting one because Apex is so different in terms of mechanics and the way you've got like special powers and things to Warzone. It's such a different game. It's hard to compare the two. Um, and then you've got things like Dead Drop as well, which obviously... Dr. Disrespect, um, his his game that's coming out, uh, we've seen a few little snapshots uh, around that, and that looks very basic compared to some other games. So, um, one the thing, about, the about... thing with Dead, Dead Drop, Sorry. though, is, is yeah. it is it, like they're involving the, the, com- the community. community, they're involving yeah. the, the, you know, who will be players really early on, and they're going, they're basically going, what do you want? And and then the community go, we want this, and they go, okay, cool. What do you think about this? And then they try it, and they go, oh, we don't like that bit. And they go, cool. And then they come back, and they and they like they're doing it the way that we all wish that everyone would do it, like big, like which is which is 
what will if 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 when it's launched it does become a big success will that will be the contributing factor to its success is that they purely went off of feedback um when when making the game rather than we've made a game what do you think they're going we've made this little bit what do you think about that and then they and then they sort of go from there and I, I do feel like the Warzone community in general, whether we will admit it or not, um, we're all waiting for a competitor. We're all yeah. waiting for somebody to compete with Warzone. Fortnite is an option if you don't want to play Warzone anymore. Um, but it's not a competitor to Warzone, like in my mind, because, yeah, I mean, it, it, it has to be now by default because a lot of Warzone players have, have started playing it. But... But in terms of the game, it's not the same style. It's not the same sort of game. It, the only things they have in common is, is that it's Battle Royale. It's Last Man yeah. Standing. Like, yeah. that's that's the only similarity. And it's the same with Apex. It's a completely different game. It's, it, it's, not, it's not a replacement for or, or a competitor for same Warzone. Same with Overwatch because, and Valorant. Yeah, they're yeah. not the same same games. Like... They, you have they to adapt. Hold... If you if you just play Warzone and you went on to Apex Legends, there's so much adaptation involved in how you have to adapt to that game. Yeah, how like you you need to is the the learning curve is steep, and that's cool. Like because the learning curve is steep if you've never played Warzone before and you 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 want to start playing it. But um, but like it, they're not competitors in in that way, in that yeah. same way. Um, so we're waiting for like just somebody to basically bring out a a good like battle royale resurgence game that is within the realm of looking like and feeling like like a sort of war zone or call of duty style game yeah um probably back at like similar to you know what what everyone was hoping battlefield uh, would be when yeah. when that came when when that came out battlefield 2042 yeah. i should say and it just didn't hit the mark. But we will. I remember being so excited that like, oh, this could be, this could be like <laughs> the thing yeah. to sort of like pick up the the slack that was annoying people about Warzone at that time. Didn't work. We're still waiting for that one competitor yeah. to be able yeah. to either force Warzone to be more creative and 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 make a better changes or a better game, or to take over completely. We we yeah. hoped it with Tarkov as well, and yeah. it's just, yeah. but it's not the same. It's not the same yeah. sort of game, and it's just, you know, we're just never getting. We're always hoping and and never getting <laughs> the the thing, and that's yeah. what's frustrating about the whole situation. Yeah. Uh, Warzone Two update has just automatically started downloading. Um, it's thirty two gigabytes, uh, so I'll leave that in the background. Hopefully, it won't. Um, interrupt my connection please let me know if you pop pop your pop your thoughts in the chat um yeah just on that creative uh, on the competition versus creativity thing i know jasmine isn't here today but i wish she was because um but i know matt we've talked about in the few in the past about competition with graphics cards when we first started getting involved in the gaming community a couple of years ago nvidia's graphics cards were the only ones to buy right yeah, like that they're just the thirty series. If you wanted a graphics card, you got and buy Nvidia. AMD were a laughing stock. Intel didn't lose this, whatever. Since then, Intel have launched the Arc series. AMD have got their act together um, with the seventy nine hundred XT and the XTX that have, that has outperformed some of the thirty series cards and matched some of the the higher end cards as well. 
um intel's arc cards have got so good with with patches that people are actually preferring them over nvidia cards in certain games at 1080p because they just run better um today nvidia launched the 4070 graphics card do you want to guess what the price is of that Matt? Oh well, I want to say that they're still bear in mind right, 40, riding the on their ego. Yeah, the forty ninety is around twelve hundred, eleven hundred at the moment. I think they're still riding on their e- ego. Pro- probably like eighteen hundred. The forty seventy. Two. Oh wait, no, I was thinking of. The, I was at forty two below the forty nine. I'd yeah. probably eight nine nine. Five nine nine. Five nine nine. It's a, it's a hundred pound more than the, what the thirty seventy was released about yeah. two years ago but when you look at inflation mm. that's not too bad it's pretty competitive from nvidia you feel if amd they would have charged 899 Intel, if if there was no one else around that's the point though isn't it the competition has forced nvidia to lower the prices because they have to because otherwise no one will buy it because mm. there's there's real competition the, the yeah. if you look at some of the benchmarks some of the reviews have come out the 4070 matches the 3080 in benchmarks for a lower price so when you look at that um and it does match some of the i think it matches or is around the xtx which is 999 and the xt is 899 so if you look at like the figures just if you look at that what that what's happened in the hardware space if we think of nvidia as a call of duty if there mm. was x defiant and dead drop all of a sudden you'd be seeing activision go you know what we need to we need to do something about this. We need to actually like put, you know, not that they don't put effort in anymore, but you know, they've, they might just, it might just lead to that creative spark that, that, that they need, but it does feel like dead drop. It does feel like dead drop. They have people from halo from call of duty. Yeah. Uh, they have people who know the industry. I've seen some of the gameplay looks pretty good. You feel that they are. I think, I feel like the they're onto something. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just it's just going to be a while until they can prove whether or not they can be a solid competitor or not. Because yeah, um, like I say, everything is like pre, 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 pre-alpha. It's not yeah. It's not even like, we're not even at a stage where where we could even tell. Like, yeah. you know, unless, unless you were an early adopter uh, and, and signed up to their, you know, their founders um, uh, program thing. Um, but, but yeah, we are, we're, we're waiting, we're waiting for, for, for that competition. And uh, it's just, that's what I find the most frustrating is every day. I like, I think I do a little, um, like Hail Mary sort of search just to see if there's anything else about that I could play. And I found a couple of games that I think are really good, really promising. Like Shatterline is, is a game that I really, really enjoy playing uh, for short periods of time, only because there aren't many modes. Like it's just a multiplayer game and multiplayer is, gets stale really quickly. Um, They need to add, if they added like a small resurgence for like, you know, mode to Shatterline, it could really blow up because it, it is Shatterline is like an amalgamation of Apex and Call of Duty like together. And is that the one you fe- did a TikTok on on Mirror Gaming? It feels what recently? Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's a game that's I don't think it's out yet. It's called Off the Grid. That one. Uh, um, okay. But Shatterline is like a it 
the guns feel like and the and the the guns feel like uh call of duty guns yeah. and the movement feels more like apex um mm. and there's a few other little bits that make it its own thing as well but if someone's come along going right let's mix that with that and 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 we're going to get something half decent and they've done it and what i do appreciate is they've they've kept it simple it's still an infant game it's not it's not been developed for for very long so you know that that they they could end up like really bulking that out and it could end up blowing up but i mean if they added a couple more modes that i like playing i would probably be exclusively playing that game in terms of like my favorite fps game at the moment um and then warzone would have to do a lot to try and get me back in yeah yeah but it's just there's always something lacking in other games that just you don't get that call of duty um like like feel from yeah, yeah um that's true. yeah got david in the comments why would i buy a 4070 when you can get a top end amd card for 300 pound more Maybe this you don't have what... 300 pound more. Well, that's the thing. But also, um, <laughs> that's yeah. a good reason, right? <laughs> also, uh, I'm just going to share my screen. Dave, this is why. Because the 4070 gets you 99 frames at 1440p in extreme preset with no ray tracing. The um, the 6800 XT, um, sorry, the 7900 XT gets you 163 frames um, for 300 quid. Um, but if you actually look at the 1% lows, there's only about 30 frames in it, 1% lows. So you're talking like 10 frames per £100. Is that really worth it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If if you're really into FPS games, yeah, that's worth it. Probably, yeah. I okay, think... Dave, yeah. I mean, you make you make a good point. So, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Dave. Um, but yeah, but in- incredibly competitive. Like, yes. I'm surprised. I am surprised. It matches, if not beats, the uh, the thirty eighty in a lot of a lot of times. It becomes it becomes an option for things like if you if you're currently running like a, you know, if you're currently running like an old you you want to swap out for a new Nvidia, yeah, graphics card, and it becomes it now becomes a viable option rather than being like rather than you going well maybe I'll switch to AMD. You're like oh okay, well this is kind of around that price point. Yeah. I'm got yeah. I'm gonna get that one because it's an upgrade to what I've currently got, and it's yeah. only. A couple hundred could more and i can i can increase the the quality of my gaming experience you know yeah that's who's going to buy it yeah more more likely yeah. than anyone they've they've priced it there to to keep themselves in that just to keep probably nvidia graphics cards users that are looking to upgrade to keep them as nvidia customers yeah well i was looking at 3070 ti's and they're going on ebay for like 450 quid the price of them are going to come down a lot, yeah. um, which also helps. You know, if you can grab a thirty seventy for like three hundred, two hundred quid, like that's a bargain. Like if you look, we're at close. Like, we're close to that that era of of being able to build like really cheap, really good PCs again. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we have gone gone off topic, but um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that is a. Uh, I wish for uh, Jasmine was here because she'd be really excited about the forty seventy. But um, I'm sure we'll pick up that next week potentially. Um, I want to move on to our next topic, um, uh, which will be a quick one because Scott's not here and I'm the only one who plays Fortnite, but let's have a bit of fun with it. Uh, Fortnite's latest crossover is Attack on Titan. So there's been a few skins released um, to uh, crossover with the with the popular anime series. Um, 
just looking at some of the some of the biggest ever Fortnite crossovers, I was having a look um, earlier on. Um, they've done crossovers with the likes of Star Wars, um, Rick and Morty, Spider Man, Iron Man, Ariana Grande. You could get an Ariana Grande skin. Uh, uh, LeBron James uh, is in the game. You could get Harry Kane, uh, Arcane League of Legends, Naruto, and obviously Dragon Ball as well. Um, you can play. Yes, Scott, I did mention Dragon Ball Z, all right? I was coming to it. <laughs> uh god he doesn't give me a second goku yes i know scott yes um uh I, I, to be honest i think dragon ball z is probably yeah and wu-tang as well dave um i think goku is probably my favorite crossover just because of you know how iconic that is um but like at this point it feels like they've done so many crossovers i just want to put it out to you and uh to, to lewis and matt what crossovers would you want to see that would make you boot at fortnite think of some of the crossovers i could do I'd love a Ted Lasso crossover. Oh, Red Dwarf. <laughs> Red Dwarf. You know what? I, lo- I, I want a Red Dwarf. A Red Dwarf crossover would make me actually probably go and play it. <laughs> but that yeah, that I speaks mean, to my age. No, but I mean, that's not even that ridiculous. Like, if you look at all the other, some of the Fortnite crossovers, yeah, that no, have I, been impossible. I, I, to be honest, like, there are, they're probably, out of all the crossovers they've done, I, I've been absolutely interested in none of them. Um, I, like that's just that's just my my uh sort of experience I, I do play i play fortnite a little bit but my my issue is more that um i'm just too good at it uh i keep winning and uh and that's that's a that's just a problem because it becomes boring um maybe because you get bot lobbies because you've got no, such I've, a new account i i think i think it's because yeah i'm not i haven't reached that level yet I've, um but um no my i i think with crossovers i've I've never really had that desire to be like oh there's a superman crossover i i no, really want to play as character is is a big thing, yeah but because it? they look like cartoons it doesn't feel like the character like yeah. that's my that's that's where my issue that's yeah. there's a level of separation there whereas yeah. when you're playing as bruce willis in Warzone, or I feel like I'm being Bruce Willis, right? <laughs> or Messi like, as well. Yeah, but Bruce Willis is like fitting to the. It's, it fits. Like Messi is. I mean, I don't know how many. I well, I mean, I can't speak for him, but I don't know how <laughs> how many like wars he's been in personally. I mean, like, war the zones. World Cup he, is a is a war. He had literal bodyguards in the World Cup defending him. So. I mean, that's a stretch, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a bit of a disrespect to war um, probably, but yeah, uh, probably. but um but that... some of the tackles he has to ride <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my issue is there's a level of separation because it because of the graphics are, because of the style of that, the like, style, the style of, the style of, of yeah, the game. yeah yeah um, um so i've never been interested in those but if i saw a if i saw a dave lister or a Crichton in there uh or a cat or the cat um from red dwarf i'd be or rimmer I would definitely be maybe logging on, logging on and just to like, those would be the first skins that I'd be like, you know what? I'm yeah. going to, going to get them. Yeah. Or I'd like, like in... the office, like prison Mike. The, from office the office would be good. Prison Mike with the bandana and everything. That'd be with amazing. the purple bandana on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dave's in good. the chat. They need a Simpsons one. 
I feel like they've done. Yeah. Have they not done? It that? feels like they should have done it if they haven't. Scott, They're... if you're still in the chat, can you yeah. let us know? Because that's like most of those ones that. you'd assume they would have done because it's such a big. Yeah. 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 Uh, Scott also says Ted Lasso was leaked for multiverses at one point. Obviously, that's now shut mm. down. Um, but wow. yeah, that that was that's it. And Ted Lasso is in FIFA as well, uh, which is yeah. in FIFA twenty three. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I would just go for something ridiculous like like uh, like Gordon Ramsay or something. Like, I go for like the, so funny. you know, like, what if we the, just uh, did celebrity chefs like or Gary James Rhodes, Martin, James Martin, he's just got <laughs> like, the, uh, Ramsey. James Martin. the the Dormio uh, family, Jamie yeah. Oliver, the yeah. Dormio family, the Dormio a good family. yeah, yeah, Gino uh, DeCampo, yeah, like let's just do celebrity chefs across the board. Uh, that sounds I think, good. I think, um, I think that would be, I think that would be good. I think Jamie that, Oliver, that might, uh, if, if. If uh, if if Ainsley the... Harriet was in there, I think I'd oh. probably I'd go for an Ainsley Harriet. Ready, Hester steady, cook. Blumenthal, like, just... like the what weapons he could cook up with, like options. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be really interesting. Like yeah, a, but... a a gingerbread house made out of old biscuits or something. Well, and that's yeah. how you make gingerbread houses, isn't it? That was ter- <laughs> that was a terrible example. Know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Scott still hasn't replied. Please, Scott, if you're there, has there been a Simpsons crossover? Confirm yes or no. Please. Has there been a Shrek crossover? I was just about to say that. That could be interesting. Um, I'd like to play as Donkey. I don't know how you could do that. Yeah. I don't know if you can play as a character with I mean, four legs. But, uh... Blackadder. Is, I'd like Shrek a Blackadder. I want rumored, like so. old... I want old... Mr. Like... Bean. Like t- TV series, like yeah. like classic TV series crossovers. Yeah, Blackadder, Red Dwarf. Yeah, uh, I like The Office. That's that's, but the UK version. Um, oh right, okay. Yeah. You go for David Brent, would you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I see. Okay, um, cool. uh, although the the American version is probably more fitting to Fortnite in terms of probably the, the sort of style. Our chat slowed down a bit, so if there's any any skins that you want to see, I don't know if we've uh, we've sent people away, we've annoyed them with our, our <laughs> chefs chef chat, but uh, if you've got any skins that you want to see in Fortnite, let us know in the comments. Um, Dave said Ted Lasso is such a shout. Yeah, I think I agree. Really, really, really like that shout. Um, but yeah, let us know in the comments. And Scott, if you are listening, I presume you're busy doing something else like being at work for example uh but if you are listening just let us know in the comments if uh, there has been a simpsons crossover uh while we go on to our next topic um which is that nintendo wants to subpoena discord to find out who leaked its zelda tears of the kingdom art book um which is quite this is quite a serious topic but if you bear with me i'll explain the details of what's happening um so this is from vgc reporting this um so in february someone posted images on reddit under the username just julian and on discord as julian uh and then hashtag some numbers claiming that a friend had sent them an interesting look at its art book um they then appeared to post uh images of the collection edition of the game which has the art book included with it and leaked some of the details um but nintendo has now subpoenaed discord to find out who julian is uh the app- have they the subpoenaed them or have they just applied uh torrent torrent freak reports that on april the 4th nintendo filed an application for a dmca subpoena at a district court in california 
The application, if granted, would order Discord to disclose the identity, including the name, addresses, phone numbers, and email addresses of the user who is responsible for posting infringing content that appeared on the Discord channel in question. Um, this seems like a big thing to happen. Um, if anyone's watching, if you are thinking of leaking something, Nintendo, don't don't bother. Uh, I know they come across as a nice family company, but they will come after you if you leak their stuff. They mm-hmm. take that very, very seriously. Yeah. How do we feel about this? I think it's fair enough. Um, yeah, I think it, it poses a lot of problems for Discord, like uh, yes. in terms of in terms of like them being able to keep their users' data like safe, even even yeah. if it is. But I think most people would agree if if someone's done something. And it's not. It it wasn't supposed to have been done, um, and the consequence of that is they get in trouble with Nintendo. So like into legal trouble with Nintendo, and the way that has to happen is Discord need to tell them who who leaked it, uh, the details of who who leaked it. Then I, I it, it to to me in my mind like there's there's no one else. To, there's no one to blame in that scenario other than the person that leaked it. Like, I, yeah, I, I appreciate that people do leak things and, and that can be a big part of the news cycle and news chain and, uh, and whatnot, but it's kind of like tough. Like you you shouldn't have done it then. Um, (laughs) I, I kind of, that's, that's my sort of shorthand opinion of it really. Yeah. I mean, Lewis, we know all about leaks with FIFA. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of accounts on social media that have followings because they leak things. Mm-hmm. And um, could this open a can of worms, potentially? If if this application gets approved and Nintendo are able to get this information and to sue this individual, could other games companies look at this and be like, mm, I think okay. definitely, definitely. I think um, with FIFA's case, for example, EA... If they saw Nintendo do this and then they were successful in doing it, leaking is such a problem with FIFA. It'll be, you know, a few days before the game next promo comes out, you know, every single player, you know, every stat, every SBC, every objective, every pack that's coming out, you know, absolutely everything. And now there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of accounts that have the access to these leaks somehow. You have yeah. accounts now that are just starting with like a hundred followers. And they're completely correct when they're leaking, you know, the team of the week uh, yeah. two days in advance because they're also getting access. So obviously, it's very easily accessible. Don't know how, um, but if there's a way for them to, you know, do the same with like Twitter, for example, uh, or if a person leaks on Discord, um, yeah, I feel like they would go down that route. And I think, like Matt mentioned, this could become a big problem for Discord as well because. I feel like a lot of things would be leaked on there, um, like yeah. games-wise. Uh, so Discord will have dozens of you know, companies coming to them, asking them, we need to access this personal data, this data. And then, like Matt said, that how do they um, promise and protect their users of their data? I think that's mm. the most interesting thing in this. What would Discord's... If this application gets approved or granted... How will they what go about Discord... releasing that information? Yeah, to because I think Apple Apple have refused to cooperate with law enforcement before. I know it's a slightly different thing, 
but they've refused to cooperate with law enforcement to unlock someone's iPhone before because of yeah. how much they talk about security on their device. I know it's a, di- a, di- a different thing, but it'll be interesting to see how Discord handle this and whether it's just, they... I guess it, it might come, if like the more technical you start looking into it, it might come down to like where the servers are located, where the data yeah. stored, if it's yeah. inside the, if, if this is like a US application, if it's, if it's outside, stored outside of the US and, and Discord is not like they're not under obligation um, because they, they, they physically cannot because the information you're asking for resides outside of that, that country. Yeah. There might be like some like sort of loophole there, but, um, but discord is essentially a, 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 a community of private servers. Yeah. Uh, like that people, you know, like myself, like ha- have like little discord servers with, people in that you, you me as the server owner is responsible for those people really like to an extent it and, in terms yeah, of moderating it in terms yeah. of making making sure yeah and and that poses a massive issue if discord could just come in and just like take whatever because i see my server is not belonging to discord yeah but like technically you know, it will it will really lift the 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 sort of engine hood on how Discord really works in terms of who yeah. owns what because the way that it's set up does make you feel like this is mine. Discord have given me this and this is mine. Yeah. Um, so so if they can just come into any server, any any person's server, and just take whatever they they want and then give it to an external company, and then that company can sue that person then that's a problem for discord so how they deal with it in that respect is going to be really really important and yeah. quite interesting to to watch um it's, it's certainly going to hurt like their shares their share price uh if they're if they're public we um, can't obviously we're not giving uh, financial um, advice on shares uh, no, 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 I'm not. But like, it's going to hurt the, the reputation of their company in, in that if in that respect. Potentially, if, if, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, you, you, you just don't, you just can't, I can't think of how they would be able to deal with it unless there was some sort of loophole, like all the data is served on, it is stored on servers that aren't within this country. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, that that's it's it's difficult, I think, for them. But in terms of the person, I think it, I, there's nothing wrong with Nintendo saying we want the information of the person that illegally leaked our copyrighted material. And it's it's three <laughs> months before it was supposed to be released as well, which makes it a little bit different as well with FIFA. Um, because it, it might affect, they can argue, it might affect the sales of the game if people, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, got Adam in the chat. People will just use fake details on their discount accounts moving for, going forward. Yeah, but there's other ways that they can find out where you are, IP addresses mm. and such. And and then VP, obviously, if you use a VPN, but then they'll just go to the VPN company and they'll probably hand it over as well. So the, there are them. ways. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that the there's um there's only a certain amount of protections you can use. Uh Skyrifter says, um, heading back to TeamSpeak if the subpoena goes through. Uh and then they also say mirror trading live stream. Yeah, we're yeah, not, we're not giving, uh, 
not giving financial advice at all uh, on that. But yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see what Discord do with this. Um, I'm not surprised at all that Nintendo are going after them because it's a huge release. They're very secretive about what comes out. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just have to see to see what, what happens in that aspect and whether whether, you know, EA Sports, what they do, it'll be really interesting with their new game if they have any, because we got our first look at the logo last week, right? Oh, was it this week? Earlier on this week? The new no, logo? I think it was last, last week. week. Last week. Last, last week. week. I am very surprised that wasn't leaked. Mm. Yeah. So, I, that you heard seems, nothing about that at all. Yeah. That seems to me like they've potentially found the the you know there's obviously some someone inside feeding information about ultimate team potentially it seems like the team that has made the logo uh that's made the logo obviously a watertight because that logo hasn't come out so it'll be mm. interesting to see moving forward with the a sports fc how they manage with with these leaks and things because i think it, it's getting to the point now lewis like you said that every promo like we know what's coming just takes the enjoyment out of it. Loads There's of no people hype around it. anything. Yeah. No, because you know what's coming, right? And then, it's, I mean, and it, it's not like spoiling it a TV show the before market. you watch it. Yeah. But it spoils the market as well. But hey, there's a player coming out who's from Croatia and plays in the Italian league. Anyone who links to him, because that's very niche, um, is in a rising price because people be yeah. ring for that card to come out going, okay, so when I get him, I'll have this guy ready. And then it, yeah. it's a way of making profits and stuff, so... Like people know what they're gonna do before it's before they're gonna do it, and and yeah, and that's that's yeah. like a problem because it affects like the gameplay, it affects the experience yeah. because it manipulates no it manipulates it. Yeah, and there's no, there's no like there's no like curve to to like people figuring it out in in yeah. the game by yeah. by playing it, or, you know, whichever game what, it might be. What I also noticed as well is that with FIFA, a lot of the big leakers also have like trading groups. Um, it could be a case of they in that trading group might mention beforehand, this person's coming out on a promo, which means this person's an open price. Invest in him now. In a week's time, you'll be making coins there because he's worth more. And like they, they again, that's just them using the leaks in their own personal gain. Yeah, mm. it's really it'd be really interesting to see how they deal with that. And leaks is a huge leaks will always be a huge problem with games. We saw that with GTA Six. The leaks that came out with that, and obviously, um, Rockstar will be doing some legal action against. I, I believe they already have actually um, with the legal stuff around that. So it's not uncommon; it'll always happen. But it's just interesting to see how companies deal with with that as well. Uh, just on Nintendo, before we go, um, there will be a new Tears of the Kingdom trailer tomorrow, at three PM BST on the Nintendo UK YouTube account. I really want to do a reaction live stream. Uh, with Aaron and Scott tomorrow so uh, keep an eye on the Mirror Gaming YouTube channel that might be coming tomorrow because I'm desperate to see more of the game because I'm not fully convinced yet uh, Scott is <laughs> very that, angry after with that me. last trailer yeah Scott's very angry with me that I'm not convinced but Scott I'm not convinced alright so yeah just I don't want to just buy the same game uh, I've already played Breath of the Wild I enjoyed it but I want an experience so it'll be interesting to see uh, what comes out with that so keep an eye on our YouTube tomorrow uh, also the plan I believe Matt as well is that for us two to stream the new season tomorrow um, so get warmed up tonight get back into the my groove best. 
get back I'll into the I'll do my best. And we'll, uh, we'll get I haven't played duos time. for a long time. Yeah. We're doing your gameplay this time, though, so that I'm not stuck in the menus for, Obviously. for half an hour. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Um, no, that'll be really interesting. I'm, I'm really interested to, to, to use the new sniper as well. Um, yeah, really yeah. About that the intervention so uh i'm gonna have to try as well like i don't i don't snipe i've never really sniped but i'll have to try it out see see if it brings any more or less joy to me (laughs) that's it if you're having fun it's all that matters isn't it exactly Uh, and on that note uh we've had a lot of fun today thank you so much for watching i really appreciate it whether you're on facebook on youtube or tiktok we really appreciate you tuning in thank you so much everyone for for the comments uh, if you like the video please drop a like uh, and subscribe and hit that bell notification for when we go live again and why not check out our other videos we've done some great live streams some great videos over the last couple of days uh last couple of weeks and months as well so check that out um but we will see you next week with the walkthrough same time same place 4 p.m bst every wednesday for the latest for the latest gaming news but for now uh i've been nathan uh and i've been joined by matt uh, lewis and scott uh, and we'll see you next week